Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. It went a bit wobbly. Did, did I pull it back or not? Oh, I feel sorry for the audio listeners who had to go through that experience. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. So episode six of the Claret and Blue podcast, we thought we'd give you a little bonus episode with Matt Kendrick's back in the hot seat, by the way. In case. Kendrick's back? because yeah, you weren't here <laughs> for the last... You're talking about my back? Oh, no, 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 that'd be weird. You weren't here for episode five, were you? Have you, have you listened? Did you enjoy it? I thought I, I, I couldn't find fault in it, mm. to be honest. Is that because you, could, you couldn't find it? You didn't listen to it? I didn't listen to it. I didn't. Oh, but I've, I've, terrible. I've read some of the iTunes reviews who are saying really nice things about it. Five stars. Yeah. Nice, okay. Uh, Ash, welcome back. Hey, how you doing? You're all right. Things have changed since Monday, and you're now a dad. Yes, I am, yeah. At the uh, scare in the press box, would you believe, in the Trinity Road stand uh, during the Liverpool game. Just finished, actually. So, uh, should I tell them about that now? Or yes, yeah, talk, go talk, straight talk, into talk, it. Tell us the story. So, yeah, uh, Wesley, Wesley just scored. He's making a nightmare of my player it's ratings. It's not Wesley's, is he? No, it's not Wesley's, no. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, so I'm finishing, finishing up my player ratings. Okay, about to follow them off to the desk. And my mates come sprinting down. I've heard this loud, loud, like, sound like a drunk, like shouting, Ash, Ash, Ash. I was like, who's that? And it's uh, my mate Kyle, who sits in the Upper Trinity. He, you got to go now, you got to go now. I was like, got to go where? To the press conference. What, what are you on about? And he goes, uh, so I was in labour. She's uh, a water pro. Got to go now, got to go now. <laughs> Bearing in mind, my little one was due January 16th. Uh, my phone's on silent. It's got literally 100 missed calls. <laughs> <laughs> Zara's sister, Zara's mum and dad, where are you? Call me urgently. It's all going off. Uh, and there's me, a blase to it all. Just, I've got to get my ratings to shine. <laughs> <laughs> what about these player ratings? Sh- shine again, again? Anyway, I've... Uh, Top priority. Literally, um, just, just felt like a zombie then. I'm walking down the concourse. But I won't even buy any pass through people. People have running. What's this dude here carrying a laptop? Just, out, out in his different world and walked through my mate went do you want to set your laptop for you he went no no that's alright I got it and um, <laughs> got some work to do <laughs> literally I'm walking through the, pr- the, the uh, back back to the press zone I thought send these ratings quick while I got Wi-Fi <laughs> and uh, well, that is ever the professional end. anyway I thought I've got to love that commitment so I've got to get to uh, Heartlands Hospital now um, and um, literally running towards the uh, car park where, where the press where the, the press park on the Brookvale Stuck in traffic, so I thought, best of my video verdict then. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent my video verdict to Kieran, saying, yeah, Codger's back in the goals. <laughs> Bearing in mind, Zara at this point, she's, uh, <laughs> she, waters are broke, but the baby's about to come. I'm there, like, Codger's just scored. Anyway, so traffic, anyway, there's nothing you can do, is there? So you I eventually make it to uh, Artland's Hospital. and Yeah, and then literally within an hour, we're going down for uh, an emergency C-sec, and next thing you know, little Penny Priest is born, so nice. she's doing well. Um, Good. Did you, you told me you called a Pong, Pongo McGrath <laughs> Benteke, you said. <laughs> it was going to be a boy for Wesley, but no, it was a boy. But um, yeah, we're going to be Penny, little Pen- Penelope Priest, and uh, she's doing well. I've got to, got to go back there up after this podcast, so uh, yeah. don't keep me too long. But no, no, no that was a story. I thought it was quite apt for me, and I'll never forget that. So yeah, thanks to Kyle. Yeah. I mean, you just know don't you, that that was going to happen at a Villa game. It was inevitable, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was, yeah. It's a good job I weren't in the old end, <laughs> ten, 10 points deep, so that, that saved me there. So, yeah. But it's, it's one thing being professional enough to kind of do your video verdict and your player rating and stuff like that. 
but letting us drag you in today when you know. need to you need to stock up on your sleep, mate. Yeah, the yeah. missus is still in the hospital. <laughs> you need to kind of bank that bank that sleep. I'll, I'll learn the hard way, Matt. Um, I thought I'm, I'm, I'm in work. My last game with Southampton on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just walked by the baby and missus in hospital, and then I had more time more time at home with them pair. So it makes sense, and I'll yeah, hopefully see out, see out exactly with the win, and uh, that's me done for a bit. So yeah, yeah. I was telling um, telling Dan before we we started <clears> that. My my lad, my my eldest kid, when yeah. when he was born, my wife's waters broke, or so she thought, when I was at St Andrews, and it was the, you know the day when um, Eduardo knackered his leg, Martin yes. Taylor broke yeah, his yeah. leg, awesome. so I got this cool, biggest story to to happen on on the patch, you know, that yeah. month or that year or whatever. Yeah, I got the you know. I got the got the call from my wife saying, "Come on, it's happening, it's happening." I couldn't wait to get out of there, mate. No, I, <laughs> no, I didn't bother. I left one of my colleagues, a guy called Rob Tanner. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Listen, do us a favour, file this for the Merc, will you?" You know, I'm sure you know. I'm sure that Eduardo thing. It's only a minor knock or something yeah. like that. Don't, just, don't worry about it. I was out of there, mate. False, yeah. false alarm. Arrived yeah. two days later. But moral of the story is, swerve, swerve, doing some work. So yeah, nice. Could learn a lot, mate. Yeah. Well, I don't have any birth stories, but enough enough chat about kids. Aston Villa beat the Liverpool kids. Oh. Oh, five nil. I was preparing that all day, mate. I can't even tell you. I'm so glad I've got it out in one piece. Weird game, wasn't it? Oh, you were both there. I watched on TV because I'm not paying those ticket prices. And they came out forty quid or whatever it was. It was just. It was really weird, wasn't it? Well, it was well weird. One of the weirdest, weirdest games I've been to. To be yeah. honest, didn't want to make of it. Uh, Liverpool started really well, and uh, next thing you know, Villa whacked in four against them. Thinking how did that happen? Um, it's a really dour game. Fair play to Liverpool, a couple of 16 year old Tyler yeah. Elliott. Elliott looked good. It says a lot. Nolan was Villa's man of the match for me. So mm-hmm. uh, Nolan played really well. Smith said, We've got some minutes in the, in the tank for some of the players, and we've got a semi final to look forward to. Let's move on. It's a bit of a farce, wasn't it? It's made the competition look a bit of a farce as well. Yeah. Competition Villa of. Villa fans have fell in love with over the years, so shame. But I don't take the gloss off it if we win nah. it, though, will it? Nah. No, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's, it's weird, wasn't it? Because there was obviously the talk before we knew what they were going to do about: oh, are they going to forfeit the tie, or are they going to send a mixed squad, or will it be all youth? And obviously, when they finally decided and they they've put out the, the squad list that we're going to Qatar, and you like, okay, well, there's going to be nobody in this side that, that we know of from the first team. He kind of looked at it as there's all this talk beforehand about it being a, a no-win scenario for Villa that if we win, everyone will go, well, oh, it's just Liverpool kids. Like, what did you expect? And if we lose, it's a national embarrassment and we'll never hear the end of it. So you kind of just look at it now as a, yeah, as a formality win and we move on to the semi-final. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting to start with because I think it was I think it was the case that you got a lot of Villa players who are a bit rusty because they haven't had that much action because... Dean Smith's trusted the kind of core of his yeah. of his team for most of the season. So they, to me, started the game as if they needed to play their way into the game and almost kind of, you know, just kind of recalibrate and just remember how to play football. <laughs> so you got that. You got these rusty players who are trying yeah. to kind of adapt and, and get used to playing football again. And then you got these kids who are kind of just like supercharged, super, you know, been necking the fruit shoots clearly before the game, just got <laughs> buzzing, buzzing with energy. Playing, you know, pressing, pressing quite high. You're thinking, uh oh, <laughs> this, yeah. this ain't going to get a plan. Yeah, first you know, you it's a bit, it's a bit tense. I mean, I thought, I thought the Liverpool fans were brilliant. Yeah, to be honest, um, I was watching on TV, so it doesn't really come across the same, does it? They were, they were pretty loud. I mean, I think, I think Villa Park was a little bit flat, but you probably are a little bit flat if you think you go into a Super Cup tie and you're actually going to, you know, the kind of local schools, <laughs> Community Shield, or, or whatever it is. But um, I tell you what, I also found interesting. 
And this has happened after the Sheffield United game and after the Liverpool game. And I've seen different responses online to it. We know Dean Smith's a class act. Chris Wilder, after the Sheffield United game, has come out and said, you know, I've got to take my hat off to, to Dean Smith and his staff. They waited in the tunnel, they shook the hands of all of, all of my players, congratulated us. I thought that was a real a real touch of class from an opposition manager who's lost, just lost the game. People online saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should have been in the dressing room dishing out <laughs> kind of rollickings and kind of tearing a strip off them. Never mind all this. And then after we won against Liverpool, their, um, their under-23s boss has, has come out and said, I just want to take my heart off to, to Dean Smith and his staff. They come into the dressing room and they're, you know, a real big, big moment for these kids. And then everyone's going, because we won the game, everyone's going, oh, brilliant. <laughs> what a class act. <laughs> just thinking. Yeah, come on. It's a class act, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of, I know people get really down in the depths of despair after a defeat and they get really high after a win, but, you know, just have a bit of a <laughs> have a bit of a level with that. What do you think of him doing that in, in both scenarios? Eh? Is, it, is it a classy thing or should he be doing what people are saying? Should he be a little bit he's more He's always done it, I think, hard? especially you see him at Villa Park, by the stand by the tunnel, shakes mm. every player's hand. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's classy, classy, and it? it shows nature of the man. Uh you could have been tapping a few Liverpool youngsters up. <laughs> That's it. You can say see, see two of their stars on loan in, in, yeah. in January. You'll be thinking. I remember doing, yeah, I like him. I'm going to have a villa. So, nah. Yeah, yeah it's just, really nice. just weird, wasn't it? A weird game. But I think the main talking point that's, that's come from it is Codger versus Wesley. Obviously, Codger gets the start, which I think we kind of called for, didn't we, in, in last... Yeah, not, we did, yeah. Not even last week's episode, the episode from two days ago, whatever it was. <laughs> um, two goals for him. The question is now, is that enough for him to... Is the questions that he should be starting in the Premier League? It would have been if Wesley didn't score, I think. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So Wesley scores like, last kick and uh, I think Smith's think, OK. Uh, got good goal for confidence there. Might, might throw you in against uh, Southampton, so who knows. Um, Can't just give Smith food for thought now. Good, two good finishes. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what do you reckon, Matt? I think that he'll go with Wesley. Of course. Again, I think if I'm being honest, I think he probably always would have gone with with Wesley. Uh, I was surprised to see Wesley come on for the last however long it was. What was it, 10 or 15? 15 or 20, I think. Towards the end. We've been crying out for the guy to get a rest. I mean... In, hind- in hindsight, it looks like a bit of a masterstroke from from Dino to get him on for the for the last the last few minutes. Uh, I think it was one of the last kicks of the game that actually got him the goal. But yeah. We've spoken before, haven't we? Whether with Wesley, whether it's confidence or energy, uh, I think it's a mixture of both. But I actually, think the confidence boost that he'll be getting, albeit against scoring against Liverpool under 13s, I think that'll be <laughs> it. Just takes a little bit of pressure off him. Yeah. Um, that in effect, I think will will have a knock on effect with his with his energy. So. I don't think Smith trusts Codger enough, no. enough to play in the Premier League. Yeah, because we, we said, didn't we, he's had, he's had opportunities to substitute him on and he's not done that. So you think that he's going to he's going to stick stick yeah. with that uh, that thought. But then you can't look past that he's come on or started the game and scored two decent goals. I don't think he could do any more, to be honest. I yeah, thought exactly. he kind so, of so made so some really intelligent runs. He scored the two goals. I think there were a couple of grumbles when he did, did trademark Codger and, and, and overcomplicated yeah. the, the extra step over. But I don't think that happened yeah. too often. Uh, I think in terms, if you're Jonathan Codger, you're thinking, you know, you've got to give me a chance. Well, yeah, that's the thing, because we've, we've said, haven't we, about Smith kind of giving the opportunity then, showing that there's a pathway into the team. Is there not a better pathway than scoring two in the in the, in the the yeah. week and then you get your chance to try, yeah. you try your hand in the Premier League? And what's nice as well, Codger scoring two and Wesley sitting on the bench watching that, thinking, oh, 
Well, yeah, because you said, didn't you? Like, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Like, does does Kodra kind of feel 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 any fear from from? No, I've got that right around. If I just <laughs> yeah. Wesley, don't, feel like, don't try and get feel, like, feel any fear. <laughs> out <of it>. just <laughs> yeah, if Wesley doesn't feel any fear from Kodra. Now, he's not going to care, is he? He's no. going to think, well, I'm playing every week. Whereas now, he's going to be thinking, Jesus, he's had his chance there. He scored two. Yeah. He's claiming three, but he's only scored two. Uh, now there is that that bit of fear there now. Yeah, exactly. To think, if I, if I play poorly against Southampton, there's going to be two games in a week. Codger might play in those. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think Smith will be looking at... A little bit. Sorry about that. I just readjust my position. I think Smith posture. will be... <laughs> yeah, actually, I need to sort of posture, actually. <laughs> I need a bloody big stick up my back. Um... What was I saying there? Sorry, mate. I think Smith will be looking at the longer term as well because I think he'll think it's more important for me to keep Wesley Sweet, you know, yeah. kind of expensive signing, uh, young kid who's trying to kind of, trying to kind of, you know, really build into a Premier League player, as opposed to Jonathan Codger, who's going to be out the door um, certainly next summer uh, if he doesn't doesn't leave in January. I think he'll think. As much as it would be a blow to Codger leaving him out after scoring two, it would be even more of a blow to Wesley yep. leaving him out after scoring one. True. You know, he's backed Wesley when he hasn't been anywhere close to scoring. And again, I know we've got to put this in context of Liverpool kids and stuff, but I just think Smith would perhaps think that would send out the wrong message to yeah. Wesley. Yeah, true. Definitely, yeah. What did, what did you think to the reaction on social media after the game from Liverpool fans? What was that? <laughs> they were just like... It's too busy at the hospital. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Ash. Go show some professionalism got, for God's sake. Got Twitter on your phone. Haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um, I'll ask you instead. It was like kind of like this weird, like oh well, the whole well, what did they expect? Like we were like there was a picture oh, my, of I Elmo. Getting, I was getting Ash some coffee. In the, oh well, yeah. There's a picture of Elmo. He's celebrating and he's like this, isn't he? To the crowd and they're all like, oh, he's acting like he scored in a Champions League final at home in Paris. And it's like well, we can only beat what Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. decided to play this team. What what are, we, what are we supposed to do? Not celebrate getting to a cup semi final? It was like because um, it's kids. What was the um, what was the, the women's World Cup game in the summer when um, was it USA who were kind of striker? You know they rattled in what ten goals did yeah. they or something? I should have more knowledge than this. And you're playing goals. You're playing football to to win football matches yeah. and to score goals. And I don't think just for the sake of sparing the feelings of um, I don't know some spotty 15 year old from bloody Kirby or whatever it is I don't think that you shouldn't shouldn't celebrate the goals that you score and it's funny I would not mention the Elmo one because it wasn't it was a deflection wasn't it such a very he's well, giving it big for well, a goal perhaps, but. perhaps he should have let the Liverpool <laughs> player celebrate that one um, but yeah I mean somebody I've seen loads of kind of memes and videos and, and, and stuff going round after that game oh, down um, with the kids aren't you, you I am mate yeah, memes, what is a meme yeah. is that like, is that like well, a modern fridge magnet well, as well, well, well we'll get to that later <laughs> But the, there was um, oh, you've, you've thrown me again. Sorry, what mate. was the one I was going to say? Oh, you've 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 done it now, mate. What was it? What was it? What was it? Do 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 do. Just a bit of elevator music, me, boy. Me. Wait. Carry on. Come back to me. I'll just uh, interject in a minute. I don't know. I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> I was hoping that you can't let that kill the podcast. To, 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 to read off a little bit more. memory lapse. That's what. Right. The punditry after they was talking about this no-win situation that. You know, if you win, you expect to do. If you lose, it's an embarrassment. But I was kind of thinking, I, I understand what they're saying. Obviously, I'm not I'm not stupid. But it is a a win situation because we're th- we're the ones through to a semi final. Like, well, we're supposed to kind of just go, oh yeah, well, we don't deserve to be in the semi final because it was only the kids. Like, 
it's a big deal to get to a semi-final. Yeah. Imagine if she was on the she was on the other foot and Liverpool won five. That'd be yeah. gloating about it. Jurgen's in another semi, signed, brilliant. I forget Liverpool. We were in semi now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was a great tweet I saw after that was like complaining about the Liverpool fans complaining that they had got a team of kids and it was like the comparison that Jack Grealish te- tore them apart as a that was the one I was going to say there we go Fuck. go on you can do it you can take it no it wasn't that good was it really I'm glad yeah. you said it in there okay. but it's a good point though <laughs> they were moaning about their kids like, there's a couple of talented players there and they started well and could have gone ahead and if it wasn't for Nealon we'd have been 1-0 down after 10 minutes going Jesus this could be well, a, an embarrassment you say there. it was a kind of no win situation in effect I think everybody's won out of it because Villa have got through to a semi-final and got a victory at a time when they really needed a boost and, yeah. and Villa Park needed a boost Liverpool have decided that their priority was to go and play in Qatar yeah. they committed themselves to that and they did that by doing that making that decision they, they effectively said we're not really that fussed about this this Carabao Cup competition so the kids have had an opportunity to play in front of a 30,000 you know, yeah. crowd, a, a lovely stadium, um, to really, really test themselves. And I thought I played very well. I thought 5-0, yeah, 5-0 yeah, did flat for them as well. if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think anybody has come out of it, other than we could say, you know, the, the reputation of the competition. But we've had this with the FA Cup years ago when yeah. Man United chose to kind of toss Lecker. it off. So <laughs> it... The FA Cups live to fight another day. The Carabao yeah. Cup will live, live to fight another day. Even Wesley's um, got a boost out of it as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Listen, John McGinn didn't play. If that game had been staged just as a friendly for the purpose of Wesley scoring a goal, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they could have made it easier by going for the under 12s rather than. A... <laughs> oh, was, harsh on Wesley. It, well, it's harsh. Well, we we Wesley advocates here. Yeah, we we sure. like Wesley. Yeah. Do we? No, we do, we do, we do. Um, Good team Codger over there, scores two goals. Uh, in the... Yeah, I think that's a fair shout, though. Don't you? I've got to uh, apologise to uh, Connor Horahan as well. Why? Connor, what's his name? Connor Horahan. <laughs> got it right there, didn't I? Uh, what, what have you done? I was in the game, and like, give the gods of Horahan. I'm going to refer back. Um, Connor. No, his first one. Sound, and then I like, had the desk, the desk uh, shouting to be saying, they'll give it Codger in score. They'll give it Codger the first and, and score. So I've changed my, my report to Kodja Hattrick because the desk uh, shine on the desk telling me they've given that Kodja in the Sky Studio. Blah, blah. So I'm at the hospital and uh, Hurahan's messaged me saying... Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he must, really. yeah um, that was never Kodja's goal. It was my goal. Uh, and I went, listen, mate, yeah, totally understand. I thought Sky got it. So, And he goes, uh, that's my sixth for the season. So yeah, <laughs> sorry, Connor. I did apologise. So yeah. <laughs> And I told him I hope he starts Saturday, so just want to apologise to Connor there. Just to suck up to him a little bit at the end. But yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> made yeah. me sick, Ash. Sorry. What, what, oh, kind of, what kind of example are you to send to your young, young daughter making mistakes <laughs> like that? I know. <laughs> right, Sorry. Just, do you speak yeah. to Connor regularly? Is this a regular thing? No, or no. Just, just, no uh, he just called me out on it. So just put it straight. So put, 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 put it straight, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about... Fair play. If you could claim every goal you get, can't you, as a midfielder? Exactly. I mean, I watched it on TV, and I don't think whether they actually gave it to Codger, but the commentators kept saying, oh, he'll be going in at half-time claiming for it they showed the replays and he's he's not he's close to it but he definitely didn't touch it well I had a message from Wesley claiming both, <laughs> both, both of Codger's goals <laughs> nice, nice. Um, we won't talk too much about Southampton because we've done that on Monday you weren't here so. what did you say about him was he good uh, did you not listen no, 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 no. Good. what do you think Saturday are we going to win that's all I'm going to ask who are we playing Southampton, Southampton. Um, I think I think we will, we'll actually win Yeah. I think we'll win on Saturday and I think we'll win on on um, what day is Boxing Day for? <laughs> that, I'm in that Christmas frame of mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. Boxing Day. Um, 
Yeah, I can't remember what we were tipping. The same eight points wasn't I was saying yeah, we can get over so. these next these next four. Yeah, I think we will. I think we'll 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 have a nice little Christmas boost of, of beating Southampton and Norwich. So yeah, yeah, we need one. Heard it mm. here first. Good. We'll come back and clip that out in a week and see if you're all right. You might come back and click it, click it out in a week. You'll next week off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shout that too loud. Uh, I'll be having to do stuff around the house if I know I've got a week off. I'm just going to pretend I'm going into the office instead. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the news today, about this FFP stuff, just because people are talking about it. So we'll throw our hat into the ring as well. Uh, recording this later than usual. Obviously, I'm, I'm looking at you. I'm speaking to the, the viewers here. It's a Thursday at what? Half five, like while we're doing this at this time, I, I don't know. Your fault. I think it's because visiting times, what, what, seven o'clock, something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I feel a bit weird anyway. But so since this morning, there's been two versions of this story. The first part breaks that I think it's the Daily Mail, Daily Mail is it? Yeah, Mail Online, yeah. Someone from them is saying, and I'm, I don't know what their source is, um, Villa in trouble with FFP, could be the first Premier League club to fail it, and we're going to have to sell players at some point, whether that be January or. Uh, the summer to comply with the rules since then Rob Dorsett has spoke to Dean Smith and said that's not true we don't need to sell players to balance the books and there is no release clause in anybody's contract in particular Jack Grealish who the the rumour was that there's a 45 million release clause in there (coughs) first of all I think how can that be true why would we ever put 45 million release clause why would we why would we put that in that low that's the first red flag it's a bit of a Fabian Dolph um, situation again, isn't it? If, although it's not quite the eight million that that was no, in, in Dolph's Delph's contract. When did he start this? We signed this con- his latest contract in the Championship did last it? summer. So is it was that the release fee if we stayed in the Championship? Perhaps who knows? Last summer, remember he was on the cusp of going to Tottenham, wasn't it? Yeah. So oh, and then he signed just after the, the yeah, window, didn't fine. he? So maybe there's a a story out there somewhere that this 45 million has come as if we were still a championship club that's what it would be well this was there's no way that much reported when he, when he first signed the contract it was yeah 18 months it's ago so no, really. it's, it's no no massive surprise um, whether it's true or not you're never going to get the club to, to um, yeah Dean Smith's not going to go out and go yes that's true everyone to divulge that <laughs> yeah. um, you know for a start 45 million quid you know probably wouldn't buy his floppy fringe nowadays um, I know we're uh, I know we're we're very biased but even if and I think this, the, the truth probably lies somewhere between the two versions I don't think Villa have got a massive amount of cash to spend in January and I do think that by the time you factor in this three year cycle there's not much room to make make losses yeah. um, given given the gambles that have been taken in the championship but having said that, I don't think that even if Villa were close to the brink, the rescue plan would be selling Jack really. Yeah. I really don't. No. I know it's it's harder now for Villa to trim the wage bill and to I don't know sell to bring in players because the only ones who there's not as much fat to trim is there. No. If you look at that squad now, you know, before they've been carrying some some big Oh, massive some, 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 some big wage yeah. earners. Yeah. Now I don't think there's there's that that room to to trim now, but I just don't, I can't see how they think this is the perfect contingency plan. If it all goes horribly wrong, we'll sell Jack Grealish. Yeah. No, can't say. If Smith just signing a new long term deal as well, all the plans are in place. Um, 
yeah, can't see. Just got promoted as well. So I think, yeah, Matt, Matt mentioned about the, the, the high spending in the championship previously. But yeah, I think I think there, is, there could be truth in both aspects. But I'm, yeah, I'm edging towards Villa are fine. Yeah. Kind of thing. So well, that's the, the, the well, narrative out, we want. Christian Perslow has come out quite strongly, hasn't he? Yeah, a few I mean, times, yeah. You know, yeah, fairly, fairly regularly. You know, he kind of speaks to the, the fan groups every couple of months. Yeah. Uh, and jumped he, on Sky Sports at one point. He also and, jumped and, on Sky Sports well. um, from time to time. And I remember when um, when Dean Smith was was unveiled. Um, so we're talking <coughs> what, just over a year ago, and Perslow was asked then about FFP, and he's always spoken quite um, bullishly, quite bluntly, quite boldly yeah. that Aston Villa um, won't fall foul of these rules. Now, interesting thing for me is that there's no real precedent in the Premier League for sanctions. Yeah. So I've always found it a bit of a kind of, um, I suppose, a bit of a fraud in a way that when people have got into financial tr- trouble, the main sanctions they've had is to fine them. Yeah. And the fines... <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I think it, if it did get to the stage where Villa were facing a points deduction at a time when it's so crucial, you know, you... We've all seen Villa often enough this season. Every point's been a slog, hasn't it? That, yeah. that, that have tried to win. Then I can't see Villa and what we believe is a very trusted, um, very savvy um, set of owners and directors. I can't see them risking a situation mm. that would demean their chances of staying in the Premier League and getting that extra hundred million. 130 million quid next year yeah. I can't see them doing it I mean perhaps I'm being naive perhaps I'm being Maybe. naive well, the spotlight's always going to be on Villa as well because the amount of players got through the door isn't it 12 yeah. players in it's unheard of isn't it it almost feels a little bit and I don't want to kind of disrespect the the journalism industry <laughs> it feels like an easy story doesn't it to kind of point the finger and go they've spent a lot of money so they must be in trouble yeah I mean what I would say about the guy who's written it he's been quite close to kind of EFL matters and FFP matters in the past certainly when he's working working for the Times he was pretty close to the situation with what happened down the road at Blues mm. I don't think he'd take it do this as a flyer yeah. he's obviously getting his information um, now it's hard to it, it's hard to to test the theory to stand this up you know we've we've invited Villa to comment on or off the record and to give us a steer uh, and, and that hasn't hasn't been been forthcoming um, obviously Dean Smith we, we understand has, has spoken to, to Sky and tried to tried to play it down um, it's just watch this space isn't it mm. you know let's hope that Villa get 55 points so that if if it does <laughs> if it does happen to be true there's a 10 point deduction there they've still got enough in the tank to to get over the line um, but yeah I mean I do think I do think the FFP the spectre of FFP will have an impact on what happens in January you know, it's my understanding that there won't be there won't be a great deal of business done, and if there is business done, it'll be it'll be loans rather than, than permanent acquisitions. Um, so, but would Villa have splashed 130 million quid last summer if they thought it was going to put themselves in such jeopardy? I'm not convinced they would, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd have probably bought one defensive midfielder rather than two. They'd have probably bought two centre halves rather than three. Um, Definitely one striker though, probably. <laughs> yeah, we bought half a striker. <laughs> <laughs> so just going back to Carabao Cup matters 
it's uh, Leicester in the semi-final. What was your initial thoughts That's to get in that last night? Like some kind of partridge thing. Yeah. Like Carabao Cup matters. <laughs> like mid-morning matters. Yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh, dear. What did you think when we got Leicester last night? Were they a, a team that you had looked at in the, the hat and thought, yeah, I quite fancy that? the video today that's gone round. Dennis Ward was having a little look at the uh, no. balls, was not it? No. Ooh, yeah. sneaky. So, yeah. yeah it's a bit dismissive of... Uh, Villa wasn't he saying he'd done Vardy a favour or something so, while yeah. pulling Villa out of yeah, the, uh, yeah. the back oh, listen it's a semi-final of a cup isn't it you... two legs so anything can happen kind of thing uh, I think they've got to be a lot better haven't they than when and they play yeah. Leicester we've got to play Leicester four times this season and that scares me a little bit a couple of weeks ago <sighs> I, I don't know their goals up in the first the first game I don't know. I think I think Villa over the course of two games. I thought the fact that the home game is second, yeah, and, yeah. you know, if they can go up there and be, be stubborn and still be in the toy, you know, Villa Park will be be rammed, won't it? It'll be a bit busier and a bit livelier than mm. it was for the last round of this cup. Um, yeah. So I don't mind really. I just think Aston Villa in the semi final of a cup. It's nice, isn't sounds, it? Yeah. Sounds nice, doesn't it? It was nice when they kind of put the teams all together to, to have the joint. It's like Man City, Man United, Leicester, Villa, and it's like nice to be still involved at this stage yeah. of a competition regardless of what happens now as long as we don't kind of humid humiliate <laughs> that squeaky chair is that your hip replacement <laughs> as long as we don't get kind of humiliated over two legs then but yeah well, why should they get humiliated you know well, it's not for, yeah, but, convincingly in the last game yeah but it's not a bloody giant killing is it if Villa go and beat Leicester no do you know what I mean it's not not League 2 meets I don't know La Liga or whatever <laughs> It's Leicester, isn't it? I know, but they are good, though. They are good. They are good, but Villa are a lot better than they were. Maybe we'll have some new signings by then as well. Can be a lot better than they were that last time out, can't they? Yeah. So I kind of looked at it and thought maybe Man United is the one that I would fancy if I could pick. Yeah, that's it. Just as they're a bit weird. Yeah, would you they? rather lose in the semi final or the final? The final? Uh, yeah, the final. Neither is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, final, I guess. So why, why does that matter? Because I just think you think we're more likely to lose in the semis against Man United than we would Leicester. I don't want negative thoughts. Okay, it's Christmas. No, I think I think that over. Sorry, I know I've asked you a question, and then just <laughs> shut you off after your answer. I just think that Villa being in that and having a distraction and a very welcome distraction away from the Premier League slog mm. of accumulating points and instalments uh, as tends to happen when you're near the bottom of the league I just think it's something something to look forward to Definitely. been really spoiled actually trips to, to the new Wembley considering it's been a bleak yeah, I'd love to go last back again. dozen years or apparently that's overdoing it last 10 years in Villa's history still had plenty of visits to the yeah, yeah. to the new, new Wembley and now we've actually found a way of winning there <laughs> Be lovely to go back, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah. Nice quote from um, my colleague Ben as well. He said, uh, "Brendan Rodgers, ha- Brendan Rodgers hasn't lost a cup match since Villa beat his Liverpool side in 2015." Wow. So, that's a little nice one. Go. Nice little bit of information. See if we can get Benteke and Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get them to put our under 19 side out, and then we'll be all right. Um, okay, so do you want to kind of wrap it up a little bit? Because I'm wary of you. We've got right. bigger, it feels bigger commitments. A bit, I, mean, I hope no. it doesn't come across this way. It feels a bit tiring, doesn't it, this time of day? It is weird, isn't it? Because obviously it's Thursday it's now, outside. so it's dark. Everyone's it's kind been of... work all day. We've had a little Christmas party in the... I mean, I've pointed and no one can see, but in the office over there, there's a little... Slogging on Laddie's Cove of sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah, good pork pie over there. I'll check it out. Um, I I'll take a doggy back to the hospital. Had a little, yeah, had a little meeting in there, didn't we? I don't know. Did Dan's appraisal in there earlier? Yeah. So we got a fairy tale of New York by the Pogues, <laughs> stuffing our face on cocktail sausages and um, quite a f- strange flavour Doritos. What were yeah, they? Barbecue, I think. Uh, they were yeah. really weird. 
but on a serious note, the stuff that's not been um, not being used, and there is quite a bit. We did, the party atmosphere didn't really get going, did it? So there's loads. <laughs> that's because we were having a meeting in there. Well, at the yeah, time. probably that. Yeah, but there's loads of boxes of uh, mince pies and crisps and stuff that I think is going to be donated to the food banks yeah, um, nice. today. So good on them. Yeah. Yep. So I'm wary of you. I haven't got you've got bigger commitments than a, than a podcast now. How dare you? <laughs> uh, so I kind of want to wrap up. We've got no questions, but there's one I missed last week, and someone tweeted me specifically about it, saying, "Have oh, you answered my question?" And I was like, "Whoa, sorry, no, I'll do it next time." So I was asked by Holly. She said, "Which song gets you in the mood for Match Day?" And I can't really think of an answer, so I'm going to change it because it's Christmas. To what is your favourite Christmas song? A, a nice little debate. Mine. Um Hopefully, I can whack it on in the car soon. Driving over for Christmas, nice. With my two girls, so hopefully, yeah, that'd be my. Oh, that's nice. Oh God, God, I've got nothing as sentimental as that. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I was going to be a genuine answer. Do you know? I wouldn't say it's my favourite one, but it's the one that's come to mind because I sang it at karaoke at this place in the Cube the other day. Real kind of hipster place, (laughs) and then me and my wife and our old (laughs) mates kind of traipse in. We got this like karaoke. I can't remember what the place is called. Got this karaoke room, and it's like graffitied in there. Yeah, and um, it is anyway. Get to the song. It's um, what's it called? Don't let the bells end by the darkness. Okay, yeah. You know it, don't you? Yeah, it's not the what I was. I wasn't expecting. No, well, it's like kind that. of. I think the Justin Justin Hawkins, who, who the lead singer of the Darkness, said that he wanted to create the perfect Christmas song by just seeing if you could put all the elements together, like the the bells ringing in a children's choir, and do it like that, and see if it works. Yeah. So he just threw all these elements together that should work, and it did work. <laughs> but I absolutely, I absolutely butchered it. Uh, nice. The other way, but you surprised me. Well, what do you think I was going to go for? Kind of, no, a little town of Bethlehem. You butchered a karaoke song. Oh, right, I thought you meant that. What, what's yours? A fairy tale of New York. Is the, it the classic cliche answer? I think that's the best one. Well, I've already mentioned that, and I, I, I know it's in my when you when you mentioned it, I was like, I've got it in my head now. Uh, I didn't want to um, return to that, but I've been to a couple of carol concerts, and I do like um, I like Oh Come All You Faithful. Oh. You, no, because you can like you whisper it down so it's oh come on Eve. No, what is it? Yeah. Oh come let us adore Oh come let <laughs> us adore him. Oh come let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Lord. It went a bit wobbly. Did, did I pull it back or not? Oh, I feel sorry for the audio listeners who had to go through that experience. We're not actually. We're not actually recording this. <laughs> that is. That, that, that'll go at the start. That Merry was Christmas. It's a, a, a little pre-intro. I'm cringing inside now. I can just feel it. <laughs> you did it. I know. You, that was unprovoked. I won't ask that. I like to bring a bit of value, don't I? Yeah, fine. It's the only place I'm going to keep my place on this panel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get tied back in next episode. Um, best thing about Christmas? Just have a bit of Christmas chat now. I'm in the mood for it. End of week, isn't it? A lot of people, as we've been filming this, a lot of people have gone home while we've recorded this. Everyone's like, oh, see you, see you in the new year. So I kind of feel like we're all winding down now. Yeah, we have got that kind of last day at school yeah. kind of feel about that. You know, bringing bought, bought in toys and some colours. Yeah, bringing Connect Four or whatever, or Guess Who and stuff like that. What's your favourite thing about Christmas? Favourite thing about Christmas. You're going to say something sentimental here, aren't you? Trying, trying to be, yeah. Um, Christmas is different for you now, as a dad. It will be, yeah. It will be different. Uh, I don't know the time off I suppose and, yeah um, yeah I mean that was a, I've said that the other day I didn't know that was quite a length to go to just to uh, yeah. get Christmas off yeah yeah nice <laughs> what about yourself favourite thing well I should really say stuff like family and yeah. togetherness that's and all I was going to say stuff. but you know what I think it is Picking blankets. Oh, I was going to yeah. say that yeah yeah it's got to be oh, any mate yeah they're, they're the why best why are they only seasonal why are they know. not why, why can't you eat a sausage with some bacon all year 
<laughs> Telling you, mate. I've seen campaign started on <laughs> Worst thing about Christmas, just while What's your favourite thing? Have we, have I said pigs and blankets. Yet? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Well, I'll just have pigs, you have blankets. Okay. <laughs> I do like a nice blanket as well at Christmas. An actual blanket. Just it like, reminds me of a gag. around that, the house. Um, Gary Delaney, stand-up comedian. He, he tells this joke saying about... Um, Oh, I really love the, I really love Christmas. My favourite thing about Christmas is pigs in blankets, or the in-laws staying in the spare room as I call them. He <laughs> <laughs> delivers it better than that, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, what we say? The worst, worst thing? thing as well. Just while we're here, I'm just we're just winging it now at this point. I this think is my worst thing is probably um, my rendition of oh, "Come All You yeah. Faithful" a few months that ago, was awful. which I apologise for. I'm gonna go food related again. Sprouts. Don't like sprouts. No, mate. Who likes sprouts? I like sprouts. I like sprouts. Do you? Yeah. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Sprouts in blankets, mate. <laughs> <laughs> sprouts are like, you put well, bacon in sprouts. That's <laughs> <laughs> worst thing. Probably the last last missing work because you love your job so much. Yeah, that's it. Uh, last minute shopping. Can't stand it. Oh, have you, done, have you done your Christmas shopping? No, no. Have you? No, I've got to. Um, I've got to get my wife surprised. Then I've got to get her an Apple phone charger. <laughs> wow, lucky lady. <laughs> so romantic, dude. <laughs> in oh, a blanket. Dear. Okay. Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Really, for this podcast, I want it, I'm editing this now, so it's quarter to six as we're filming this. I was not prepared to be in the office this long, so I do kind of want to wrap up and go home at some point. If that's alright, you have to wrap up, mate. It's bitter out there. Awful. <laughs> that's uh, terrible. Did you? Did you? Not, we not got to do a plug for something else? Yeah, we got to do some grilly stuff after this as well when you leave. So, oh, what? that's not part of this. Um, yeah, but not, it's different. Well, I mean, we should have this conversation off air. Um, we want to plug the Grealish podcast that we're doing, that we're about to record for. So obviously next week, a lot of people got time off because it's Christmas, so there won't be an episode next Monday because I'm not coming in. So Fair enough. I assume neither of you will be here either. No, I'm not. No, no, you're not coming in. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We might do an episode Boxing Day, not yourself. We might do something after... Norwich is Norwich it? yeah it's obviously the, three big games next week it feels a bit weird to kind of go yeah we're just going to go off for Christmas now and not talk about games and kind of give you filler stuff so we'll we, get together we might, we'll we do, might do something doing the local something else, I mean. yeah um, but we have got a Grealish Jack Grealish special podcast coming out hopefully Monday if I get my skates on <laughs> tomorrow and get it edited and we film the bit we need to film um, well, you're up against this six week deadline now I don't know how you managed know. it to it's, it's terrible isn't it so yeah talk about it obviously you don't really you've not seen any of it you didn't shoot it with us is that the Brian Jones Brian Jones and his former head teacher Chris Bentley you got the name right Chris Bentley, it's yeah. Chris. Mr Bentley and um, Lee Curtis from the Nottingham Post who's the Notts County editor quality. who watched him when he when he went there on loan and reported on him and spoke to him so this is we've got this kind of podcast kind of the origin story of, of, of Super Jack I've yeah, called it so far do a bit of a background haven't we you know he's become the main man he's thrust himself um, captain of Aston Villa very Roy of the Rovers isn't it um, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to kind of try and find out a little bit of um, what the young the young Jackie Grealish was like we're yeah. obviously coming to the end of the, the decade now you know it's been a hell of a decade for, for Jack as it has for Aston Villa um, and we just kind of wanted to get a bit of an insight into what it was like you know kind of a did he, you know, did he play in the, did he play in the sandpit at school? You know, real kind of great insights like the that. great questions we all want to hear the answer um, to. Yeah, I mean, Brian Jones has been a massive mentor to him. He's obviously running the academy when when Jack yeah. um, first arrived. Um, so we've got some really nice stuff with him. Um, 
just got some nice family stuff really as well from from Mr Bentley uh, the head teacher at, at Jack's primary school just trying to tell tell everybody knows who Jack really is now he's one of the most famous most recognisable footballers in the country uh, he will be the most when he finally gets that England cap um, as Mr Bentley will tell you um, <laughs> but I think it was just to kind of tell tell the story from a slightly different yeah. different angle really it is good not to kind of blow smoke up yeah. ourselves but the, I've been working through it the last few days and it's coming together nicely so well, you've started yeah. doing that have you started editing that that's good to know well, I've been very busy making other things I hope you know I know I saw um, you eating the buffet <laughs> I'm also waiting on you to do some bits for not me waiting got, it's not like you're waiting on me then <laughs> not done if yet. you want to wait on me you can fill one of these very nice <laughs> yes claret and blue mugs lovely segue to some I more admin I think we I've just spat it in there I think we've spat a bit of cold black coffee Christ. I think we're going to um I don't know whether we're going to give them up. We're certainly not going to sell them yet. We're not selling them. Um, not, we'll, not yet. We'll give them away if people people want them. Why don't we say we will give five of them away? Oh, we've got a little competition lined up. Oh, have you got one? Yeah, carry on though. Maybe this is your, yours is better. Well, what about if it's not? <laughs> well, <I'll let> <laughs> make, a, make a false promise. You'll have to edit it out. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought we'd just give five away to the next five iTunes yes, reviews. So this is kind of, yeah. we get. We're kind of on the same the same think here so we'll leave all that bit in but we're going to change it to what I was going to do oh, well, sorry about that. <laughs> so we asked for these mugs mainly so asked for some to go on the table for us to kind of set dress this little podcast a little bit so I asked for about 10 and we'll give a few away as prizes but the minimum order was 50 so we've got 50 of these so I've nicked one for home as well I think that's a real show of faith in this podcast yeah, to be honest yeah same going three weeks and we've got merch something <laughs> unbelievable so yeah we're not going to sell them I've put a tweet out yesterday and everyone's like oh you're selling mugs and I was like mm, we might but not yet <laughs> you have got this reputation as some kind <laughs> of mug a salesman now mug monger yeah <laughs> okay um, so we're going to give them away as prizes you can take one home for you Maybe you're newborn, yeah. maybe she'll, maybe she'll, yeah, maybe she'll really enjoy nice. it. Have uh, we not got around your sippy cups? That, yeah, no, not yet. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll get that sorted. We'll that, yeah. Yeah. We've got to bring some money in somehow. Um, so we're going to give them the most prizes. I was going to do kind of one per episode or one every few weeks. So I was going to do the best iTunes review. Get some mug. What, in terms so, of the, the score they give us? Yeah, like a nice review. Yeah, like so the one that makes so we're actually bribing or... them to say something nice. <laughs> yeah, basically, yes. That's how these things work, mate. We've got oh, to boost okay. our engagement figures. Okay. Um, so if you've already entered well, the I'm, iTunes... I'm just taking one. I'm not leaving a review. Yeah, but I'm you... not saying nice things about this. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you don't sell this podcast well at all, do you? Um, so if you've already entered an iTunes review, you'll be included in this. My posture. Um, if you've yet to leave one and you're enjoying the show, or if you're not and you just fancy a free mug, just sat pretend you like it and leave us a nice iTunes review and we'll get one of these lovely mugs to you somehow. Ideally, if you're in Birmingham and you want to come and collect it so we don't have to post oh, yeah. it, that'd be nice. Yeah. So a guest slot on the podcast if you <laughs> yeah. do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on the podcast for five <laughs> minutes as well if you want. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. All the admin out the way. As I say, no kind of fresh episode next Monday because of Christmas holiday time. Uh, the Jack Ridge podcast should be Monday. If that doesn't come out on Monday, I've not edited it in time, and I may be getting the sack. Yeah, well, we've just done your probationary appraisal, haven't we? So it went went well. If anyone's interested, yeah. Well, we'll just <laughs> I haven't I haven't sent it off yet, mate. So let's just let's just see how that podcast does. Yeah, so that'll be Monday. If you we'll, do get the sack, you can have one of these mugs. Can I have two. Yes, thank you. Uh, so that'll be Monday. We'll do something Boxing Day or before Watford, yeah. uh, and then we'll be back in on. Are you back on the 30th, 30th I think? Yeah. Is that Monday? Back on Monday the 30th. So um, we'll have a fresh episode Monday 30th to talk about Watford 
and potentially the other games as well. You're back sort of new middle, year. Of, middle of January. Mid January, so January. back to the new year, like Mings. Yeah, mate. Rolled out. <laughs> nice. Rolled out with injury. So we'll be having a substitute appearance from somebody at some point. Maybe Ty, maybe somebody else. We'll see. Um, so yeah, enough rambling. Time to go home and enjoy Christmas. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks Merry Christmas. Much. We'll see you soon. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your thoughts and comments. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa.